Mom, where are my cleats? Dad, are you going to be able to come to my play? <sighs> he forgot his lunch today? I have a science project due tomorrow. Hey, Mom, can I have some friends what over? What time does the game start? Can we please? Am I driving or are you driving? She has a performance The laundry that is out Why of can't control. Where is his jersey? Welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast with Rick and Julie Rando. Hey friends and welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast. I am your host, Julie Rando. And I am Rick Rando. Welcome. We are so glad to make it to this point of the week. <sighs> to the couch, honey. It's, we made it to the couch. We made it. We made it. And we've had an interesting week. It's been a wild one. Yeah. It's yeah. It's been a different kind of week for us. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been good. We've yeah. we've grown a little bit, and I uh, I kind of like that. I think we've done some dividing and conquering of the parenthood, and I'm mm. sure we'll touch on that at some point this week. But yeah, lots of stuff. You want to start us off a little bit? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I have two things I'm bringing to you. You have two things you're bringing to me. I sure do. And I've got one semi light kind of, and then one kind of deep. All right, I'm gonna so request. What do, you want? what do you want? Hit me with the deep first. Wow. Just. Right off the top. Let's okay. go. Let's All go. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. You going. ready? All right. Here we go. You are stranded on a deserted island. Oh, jeez. You can take three things with you. Go. Like I can only bring three things. Okay. Yeah. No, no three people. It's three items. Okay. You, you, you have me. How about you and I? How okay, about this? So right, we're on. The, okay. That's, right, that's there a we different go. Dynamic. Let's change the question. So you have a little three bit. things or okay. more. Hmm. Jeez, I guess my first question, what what, what do you have? <laughs> Depending on what you have, I'm going to fill in the gap. So like if you didn't bring flint or fire starting objects, okay. well then I need to bring that. Okay, listen. All right. We have everything we need to survive. How about that? Oh, we already have that. Yeah, see, that's, that was oh, okay, like, yeah, right, that's okay. going to be like way too right. deep. And We're not look, like on look, an this, episode of Lost. This is, a, this, is okay. a, this is a semi-surface, but yet a deep question okay? okay deep question you you have i mean we're good we have uh, enough food forever yeah. we can make shelter you know there's there's fire there okay there's unlimited you know air compressors for the nail gun i mean you you what what are you taking with you okay go i want a very comfortable blanket okay that i guess <laughs> is weatherproof or something okay I mean, um, we're in the shelter that we built that will be, be weatherproof. I st- if I'm on an island, I can't like send Amazon to get me a blanket. I okay. want a really right. nice blanket. So you got it like a, a down, down comforter. Down you comforter. know I like the down. All right. Okay. Down comforter. That's one. Okay. Down comforter. <sighs> now I'm thinking about pillows, but <laughs> I like comfort. Um, what? Why the heck not? Throw me in a really good pillow, like that really good one. That All right, so that's number two. As the children know, a mom who sleeps well mm-hmm. is a better mom. Yeah. Right? You're always in a better mood when you get I enough sleep. I sure am. Got to have a little bit more. Okay. Sleep is good. I understand All that. right, um, that's a priority right there. Okay, so I want good sleep. Okay. And I want clean teeth. Okay. So You'll I would be like, very uh, kissable. I would like, um, can we just say like a toothbrush kit yeah i think that, that way that, that would be acceptable one item. okay i like toothbrush that. kit see how i got away with that um down comforter okay. perfect awesome 
pillow and uh if everything else is there then all right that's uh, i'm yeah. just gonna go with that okay Keep it simple yeah. all right what yeah. are yours i'm sure you have it all perfectly figured out well no i i i i, I haven't thought super deep but oh here here's gosh. the thing okay so i was thinking that we've got to have some sort of like music okay or musical mm-hmm. instruments yeah okay so, so like a guitar what are you bringing like a guitar okay i think it'd be good. cool you know what i mean it's my fave um and we we it could double as a, you know a water collection device if necessary if we had to also um firewood if it all came down to it that's just <laughs> i'm not saying we really should bad. i'm just saying that 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 could be it could double as it could be used as a paddle if we have to paddle somewhere okay i'm just thinking like okay I'm thinking music, though. I'm thinking because I don't know how long we're going to be there where it's deserted. Yeah, I don't want to have to MacGyver a guitar for this, but yeah. carry on. Go yeah, ahead. well, Go Gilligan's ahead. Island, they did. So I'm just it's possible. Mm. The professor. And Marianne. I know. probably saw like two episodes. Okay. I didn't never you watched poor, a lot of you it. Poor child. Okay. All good. All right. So I would say music. I said the second thing is that we would have to have because if it was deserted, you got to have some sort of chocolate. There you are with the chocolate again. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You got to have some sort of... Okay. You got to be able to nosh on something all right, all right. on those late nights. Unlimited stacks of chocolate. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm thinking. Unlimited stacks of chocolate. Okay. And the third thing, toilet paper. Oh, you smart man. Yep. Yeah. See, Good I can stuff. snuggle underneath your blanket. Yeah. And, and share your pillow. your toilet paper. High five. High five. Nice. Oh. I think we got it. I think that's... So, you know, but I think y- y- we should probably have something to write on, you know, to journal. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which could double as the toilet paper <laughs> if necessary. I'm just thinking multiple use All there. Right. Multiple okay. use. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. that's the question. That's yeah, the question that's fair. I ask you. That's fair. Okay. So that was a nice lighthearted to get us going. Um. So yeah. All right. So we made it crazy, crazy week. I am going to circle around to this topic later, but I've recently spent a lot of time with our son. Hmm. And uh, he is a preteen all-American boy. So this question deals with raising mm. a preteen boy in the year 2022. What, as a dad, do you yeah. think is the biggest challenge raising a preteen boy right now? You know, it's uh, a challenge that I face a lot when I go and speak to, to different organizations and places and schools. It's knowing who you are. It's the number one thing that kids that are younger, um, and, and, you know, obviously through high school and that kind of thing, and, and even college, f- discovering who you are, finding out who you are, the number one thing is staying true to who you are. So you have to know who you are, and you have to be strong enough to live that person each and every day, regardless of what's going on around you, regardless of, of what the outside world is throwing at you or what table you're supposed to sit at or the clothes that you're supposed to wear or, you know, the slang words you're supposed to be using. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our son, probably like a lot of sons out there or, or daughters, is, is struggles with that. You know, what's cool? You know, and it's, it's hard because the information they consume shapes the coolness Right. Right. So when I was a kid in, in high school, it's like the starter jacket. Everybody had you had to have a starter jacket. Mm-hmm. You had to have one of those. Well, I never had one of those, and I'm okay. I did okay. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. Right. Um, or or the Converse shoes or, or you know whatever whatever it, whatever it, it is. Was. It's yeah. always something. 
So, but it could be talking a certain way. Um, you know, it could be watching certain shows or playing, you know, a certain video game or that kind of thing. I mean, we don't have video games here. I know, gasp. <gasps> they don't have video games at their house. We don't. We just, we just don't. We choose, yeah. we choose not to do that because there's so many other uses of time that we've found to, to stimulate. It doesn't mean they're bad. I mean, anything in moderation is going to be okay. But we've just seen, you know, how out of control people can get with the, with the games. So we've chosen not to bring those in. I mean, they, they still play games on their Kindles and they have games on their... Um, travel day. You yeah. know, on travel day. It's, right. it's sort of, you know, a, uh, a free-for-all on travel day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I would, I would say that as a dad to watch my son bend in situations mm-hmm. where it's like, that's not you. Right. And we have to remind him we of that. We have to rem- constant reminder. Yeah. And, you know, you know, as, as a, as a Christian, you know, you're, you're, it makes it extra hard, you know, Mm -hmm. where, where it is that you're supposed to be in your life and what are you supposed to say and what do you, how are you supposed to act? And sometimes the outside world really wants to dictate that from you. So it's, it's tricky as a dad watching that. Um, And I think, you know, our daughter is younger, so she is still discovering who she is. Um, and I think she kind of knows, Jules. Yeah, she came out decisive. I she think. is. Yeah. She knows, and she's not bending. She right. wants to wear the the polka dot socks with the tie dye shirt. That's what she does. With the crown on her head, with the cape on her back, with a glove and a eye patch. That's what she's wearing to church. Whatever. Or works. wherever. Wherever. <laughs> wherever. She's wearing that to St. Patty's Day, and we're okay with that. So. But for boys specifically, I mean, obviously, there were different challenges when you were coming along than they have now. Yeah. I mean, it, you. I think what's interesting is what you brought up dealt with identity and that's pretty consistent probably across the decades, right? That's not I, like something right now no, that it's, not. it's new or it's different now than it was. So I think it's interesting that what you said was the biggest challenge is something that's lasted decades and will last, you know, years into the future. Well, the mediums right? di- are different. So our grandparents would say, well, it's radio. Mm. Wow, you got radio, you got all this information and you have, and then the next generation, well, it's TV and our generation, you know, is, is video games and, and things like that. And then the next generation, we have these unlimited access to technology and influencers. I say that with air quotes, you know, I say, you know, who are the, who are the kids heroes? Who are they seeing on television? You know, I remember the, the show Cribs. You know, you remember that MTV Cribs, you're watching that and you're watching these celebrities and they have like 47 cars and basketball courts inside and three pools and jacuzzis and and i'm thinking wow that's that's success you know and we forget that success is happiness it's serving others it's making those around you smile you know yourself first and the people that you you live with and you're around and the people that you're taking care of and you know that's that but of course that won't make people tune in I was watching it because I wanted to see, you know, Shaquille O'Neal's the size of his uh, his backyard. I wanted mm-hmm. to see that just like everybody else did. So I think the 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 medium that information is consumed is different, but the message is the same. It's always value what you don't have and what you can't attain. And instead of being grateful for what you do have and working hard for what you don't yeah. have, you know, and getting that in their brain. Yeah. 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 Winners work. Remember that. Write that down if you're taking notes. Winners work. <laughs> um, anyway, what yeah. about you, Jules? What are you seeing? 
you know, with our son, what do you sing? Well, I was around a lot of boys around his age bracket and it is interesting. There's always leaders and there's always followers Mm. for sure. And, uh, I think the, the biggest challenge, you know, I've, I've talked about it before, but man, smartphones, the iPhone, the almighty iPhone, it makes me want to cringe. Um, and they all want one and you know, well, and a third of them have them at this age, which, you know, teach their own as we teach our kids, every family's different and we want to respect that for our family. It's not the right call. And when I see him and he knows if he has a screen, like I am looking over his shoulder, like, sorry, like I, you know, his friend hands him their phone. And I was like, okay, it's, it was a soccer game, you know? And I'm like, okay. And he looks back at me and gives me the look around all his buds. And I'm like, and I just was like, nodded. And I just went a few minutes, you know, but it's one of those things where it's like, look, I don't know what's popping up. I don't know what notification, yeah. I don't know what oh, yeah. apps, I don't know what their families guidelines are you know some of these kids he was around i i don't know the families i don't know them well some of them i know them and they're fantastic and they have similar you know values and and guidelines we do with our kids but oh i have friends with high school you know students and students um you know sons and daughters and i think they kind of chuckle when they hear me say that with a middle school they're kind of like oh you know like you wait or you know Mm -hmm. hey there's only so much that you can keep an eye on but i'll tell you this as long as we can keep an eye on him up close you know still trying to groom him to be responsible and you know to set some freedom but my goodness at that age i just really think that the biggest challenge i'm seeing is access to information and um you know protecting what they're seeing and what they're listening to yeah i i think that's the that's the other challenge too is, you know, every generation has that, okay, where's the line and what can I get away with? And you pick up a phone, you can see anything, anytime. All you have to do is type it in. Any, there's nothing left to the imagination, nothing. So that, that, that's awesome if you're trying to do a school project. It's amazing if you want to try to find out, you know, if the Lakers won last night or whatever. But having access to complete, total information at your fingertips unabated yeah can be super scary that's why you have to know who you are you have to know like okay is this before i type this in is this me mm. is this me yeah. and if it's not you 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 have some work to do yeah. um either you're skirting your morality or you haven't figured out who you are yet and that's really hard because i can't f- you know i can't make him think about that but we want to forge in good character and making good choices and also when he messes up, make sure that he understands there's a consequence for that. Just like in life, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think a big part of it comes back to him watching us. Yeah. And, you know, we're modeling, you know, smart use of our devices and, you know, being responsible ourselves. I mean, just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you need to be into everything that's on the internet either. You know, when it's these days we're, you know, we're watching a baseball game the other night, he and I, and, uh, you know, all those ads for the gambling stuff is popping up now, like left and right. And his eyes are getting big. Like, oh, it was like something about, you know, starting bid waves of $2,000. I don't, I can't follow any of it, but 
But I was like, look at the fine print, you know, and you know what it says? Have a gambling addiction? Call, da, da, da. And so that opened up dialogue about like, hey, I know that looks cool, but do you see that? It's like, it's like, are you, are you getting that? Are you seeing that? Yes, it looks alluring and yes, it looks this, but hey, here's the harm of it, right? Yes. So I think being informative at an age appropriate level and being really real about what can happen if they get linked into whatever it is. So, well, I, I yeah. like what you said there because, you know, you opened up the dialogue and, in, and you, you're going to do it in small doses mm. when, when it presents itself, yeah. you know, so, you know. Look, when, when I was a kid, you know, you, you know, you have the talk, I said that in air quotes, you know, and you know, it's just awkward, you know, okay, son, have a seat. And I'm not going to get into some specifics, but, uh, you know, even of of how that went down, but it's like, it was so weird because it had never been talked about. And all of a sudden now we're talking about it and we're getting this great big download. And it was so, it was so, um, you know, weird (laughs) as a kid. You know, and so, you know, we, we've talked to friends of ours that are older, like, okay, how are we going to actually approach some of these subjects, you know, sex or drugs or vaping or peer pressure and, you know, and a very wise friend of ours mm-hmm. said, you do it in small doses. And also you do it when the opportunity presents itself. You don't wait until, you know, you get scared because one of your friend's uh, kids had a problem with drugs and now you're going to talk about drugs. No, you do it when they're young. You understand that your body, like what goes in, um, can affect everything from how you eat to what you drink to what you're breathing in, what you're consuming with the television, like good stuff in, good stuff out. Right. But it's like little doses. And I'm glad that you had the opportunity to pour in to our son because that gambling stuff, it's, he's into sports Mm -hmm. and he sees sport figures promoting it. Yes. And that's hard. Right. To do. Right. That's really hard to do. Yeah. Hard yeah. to see too. Yep. And you know, we, we talked about lots of things and, and it's awesome to have opportunity to do that. So the yeah. time. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, I, like I said, I'll get into a little bit more of that later, but all right. So, all right, so speaking. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm coming back to me. Okay. So this, this could be a deep question. I thought this would be kind of like a surface one, okay. but it could, it could get deep. So we're talking about kids. Okay, my second thing I want to bring today, other than soft pillows and, you know, unlimited supplies of chocolate on our deserted island experience, um, what is your first childhood memory? So I want you to think back. Little Juliana, okay? She's, she's little. She's tiny. She's East Coast Marylander, okay? I, I, what's, your, what's your first first memory? I think this is a really tough one for me because a lot of childhood memories, at least for me, are tied to videotapes that I've seen of my young, young age. And my folks didn't have a video camera until I got older. They borrowed one from Hmm. um, my aunt. And so I'm just going to tell you the earliest videotape memory I have because that I guess that's it, to be honest. And it was my, I believe my second birthday. And it was a Care Bear birthday, which... Um, Care Bear Stare. Yeah, I didn't get into all that. I just collected all the cousins and... Really? You yeah. weren't into the Care Bears? No, is, no. hold on, stop. Care Bear Stare, that's where you just like look at each other or something? 
Yeah, no, that's how you activate your belly power. Care Bears stare. Okay. You stare and all, all my, the goodness comes out of the all Care All my bears. 80s friends, I'm sorry. I, oh, I, man. Okay. I remember the phrase. I'm like, how do... Mm. But okay. I can tell you, I can, I can almost feel my sister-in-law, like my brother's sister, just being like, oh, Julie. You know, I can, I, I, I can hear felt her. That? You I felt can hear, that? I can hear her through, saying that. Through the, through the podcast well, waves here? Yeah, I, I can. That. And you know, I'm not going to like talk about the age difference but yes. you know there's a couple years between us yeah, that's okay same thing with my beloved sister-in-law i'm referencing and i inter- and i interrupted you i apologize so so i'm Maybe, sorry yeah that it was doesn't two it was your two it was a care bear birthday party it was nobody was staring continue mm-hmm. and uh yeah i remember and the funny part is um my i say my middle brother which is funny because i'm the youngest but my brother who's most close in age to me said as I'm opening a gift and like like all my cousins, I'm one of 12 grandkids and my cousins are around the table and um, I was opening up my, you know, my two of my cousins, their sisters, I was opening up their gift and my brother shouts, it's a care bear. And I can remember in the video because he was so cute. And my mom was like, fell up. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just remember the video. It was funny. So, so do you remember? Just, that? I don't have a memory. No. Okay. I I don't know. Like honestly, so you kind of cheated. Mm. You kind of cheated with my question. So well, yeah, that, yeah. Mm. I I know this, but yeah. I don't really like. I'll just be straight with you. I think because of that. Um, so that's your memory of because you're kind of tainted. I've seen it. You've I've seen, seen it. The, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But isn't that how childhood memories are? I mean, yeah. Up until I was, I can tell you this. I can remember the library that I did story time in because we didn't have preschool back in the day. At least I didn't. I can tell you I remember pretty vividly my story time, which is where I met my first friends, Fairview Library and Owings. And I can remember that. I can remember uh, my kindergarten. I can remember exactly where the classroom was. I can remember... Wow. Like I can remember all of that. Now I will I will say if you don't know Julie, she has a phenomenal memory. Phenomenal. It's unbelievable. It's she she remembers what she was wearing on her fourth grade, you know, picnic day when, you know, her best friend spilled chocolate milk on her dress and she remembered um, you know, what she was wearing, what her friend was wearing, and what her friend changed into after she spilled the chocolate milk. On her dress. I mean, it's, it's, okay. and she remembers it was a Tuesday. She remembered it was 67 degrees. Precisely precipitation was potential. I mean, she's, okay. she's like crazy so with the memory. That's a really, really, really elaborate example. By the way, none of that did happen. I can tell you Here it comes. at my 11th birthday party, yes. I had on a white t shirt with a little teeny rosebud stuck on and like hot pink, um, like cloth overall looking things. My hair was in a half up. See, I can See tell you, about, I got people? trolls as a gift, like the ones that you squeeze their um, stomach and the tongue spit out. I don't know. I remember these things. See? My sleepover was yeah, at my crazy. grandmother's house. We watched beaches in the basement. Yeah, I remember that eleventh uh, birthday. Uh, Jul- so I can tell you that kind of stuff. Yeah, Julie has a, like a crazy memory. I figured this would be an easy one for her, but, but it is cloudy. Super, but you said super. Like, what's the youngest? Youngest. Yeah. I mean, okay. Other than going, you know thinking about old camcorders and what I've been able to watch from what my folks got. Um, I, I guess I'd say the library at story time. That's legit. Or McDonald's and Prince Frederick 
way back in the day, the old, old one where there was like, like the characters, you know, like Grimace and um, Hamburger. The Hamburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was back in the day when they had the cookies at like the, oh, I'm not, okay, yeah. hold on. I'm not talking about like the soft cookies, the, the ones that came in kind of like animal yeah. crackers, yeah. but they were the, yeah. char- oh, the closest thing to those are the animal crackers at Aldi in the red box in case anyone wants a nostalgic glimpse of that. Um, but I remember having my birthday party there at like four. See, so that's legit right so there. So I have that kind of stuff. That's good. That's what I'm talking about but, right there. But I was trying to go as young as I can recall. Four is pretty young for a memory. And three at story time. Okay, three is even, that's even yeah. crazy. I mean, I can remember what the room felt like. I can remember um, the little friends that I grew up with that were some of my first friends there. But yeah, how about you? So my first memory um, that I can recall, I was thinking about this the other day, is I was in my mom's kitchen at, at the house where I grew up. And for some reason, the kitchen was all yellow. <laughs> I, I, will, I will never forget that. Yellow. Uh, there was like plaids in there. Um, what's, what's that? Uh, like gingham? Gingham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. that was like, that was the style of the, uh, of, of the kitchen. So um, the table had like, these fake bamboo chairs um i'll never forget and i remember asking my mom and i guess it was in the summer because my mom's a teacher and so she was off so we were doing crafts uh or Mm -hmm. something or i don't know making Mm -hmm. breakfast or something like that and i remember asking her if it was time for me to go to school yet and she said not yet honey not yet honey you're smart enough to go but you're not old enough and I remember mm. her saying that. So I don't know what age that was. Probably three, three or, or four. maybe four, somewhere in there. Okay. That's the first memory I have. Huh. It was me and me madre. So yeah, yeah. in the kitchen, right. in the ki- probably doing a craft or something. I don't even know if I Dylan was there. I bet you were there. practicing your handwriting at that age. Your mother's <laughs> on top of it. Probably learning yeah. all of the uh, like my numbers and yeah. yeah. I bet. I bet yeah, she. That's had my you first memory. Working hard. I uh, b- birthdays were not really a big thing mm. in in mm-hmm. our house so uh i know jules remembers i love birthdays every single birthday every birth in fact i didn't really i mean we had birthday parties and no, stuff no, no. but i nope. but, yeah. no what's that you my dear what's that what's that i'm just gonna say it i hope that if i have brought anything yes i have brought an elevated vibe elevated birthday experience that's, yes that's my hope Julie has definitely done that. She's 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 notched up, leveled up, whatever you want to call I think it. The birthday needs to game. Celebrate it. Oh, can yeah. we talk about this? This is a great side topic. You know the reason why I love birthdays, and hopefully anyone that I've worked alongside of, or that's a friend of mine, or anything like that, you know why I do. Go ahead, tell everybody. The reason I love birthdays is because it is a level playing field. It doesn't matter if, because you know, in your twenties. I think that's where you're celebrating everyone's life choices. Right. Right. Like, oh, it's another baby shower. It's another bridal shower. It's like a graduation. It's a, okay. So whether you chose to advance your education or found, you know, the love of your life or, you know, had a child or whatever, those are things you celebrate. Or let's say you got a promotion. Okay. That's an accomplishment that you earned like a graduation, like, you know, and then there's life choices. Okay. Let's celebrate that. Birthdays. Every single human has a birthday, right? Sure. 
And that's why I love it because it's a level playing field and it's just special. I think everyone deserves a chance to feel special. And I also think that everyone should have the day off on their birthday. You know, this is, I think we should make it a law, make it it a law. Julie for president. I like that. It's a good day. Who doesn't love some sprinkles? You, you have definitely elevated the birthday game. So I guess my original point was, you know, birthdays weren't like a huge thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we had parties you know, they usually were at the house. There was, you know, they had a cake, that kind of thing. But we didn't have like, okay, we're going to have like 57 people there. We're going to have balloons. We got a clown. We got a juggler. Or then we're going to go swimming. And after that, we're going to have to sleep. You know, I usually, d- I just did sleepovers. Hmm. That was, that was sort of my thing. Well, that's good too. You know, a sleepover with the, with the guys. Yeah. What's up, boys? We'll do it. Um, a little bit of Nintendo, a little bit. I always yeah. would fall asleep. But uh, my good friend, Mr. Bill, oh, yeah. I won't say his last name, Mr. Bill, he was the Nintendo master. And he stills rocking it on he's the still, PlayStation he's still, Xbox. He still gets it done, you know, even in his adult life. Yeah. Um, but he would always stay up to like four or five in the morning, <laughs> like solving the games. We would just watch him play. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh man, Zelda. I, I'm having trouble. You know, get, can you get me to level three? <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me the remote. So he would do it. Remote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm all, I don't even know what I'm doing. Controller. Give me the controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but Julie, Julie remembers, you know, tons of, I mean, so much, you know, the detail of this woman's memory is phenomenal, which means I can't mess up because she will, not that she brings it up, but she will not forget, you know, if something happens or you go to the store and you forget an item, she's going to say, I remember telling you we needed sugar. And I'll say, nah, nah, you didn't. Nah, nah. No, I remember specifically I was wearing a purple shirt. And I was standing over here, and I was getting something out of the refrigerator because I moved the milk, which was right next to the orange juice. And I said, we need, you know, these items. And you, you, you were standing over here with your um, Adidas shorts and, you know, your After Prom t-shirt, and, <laughs> right? See previous episode. Yeah, anyway. I love it. You know what it probably was. What was it? I bet on my birthday parties as a kid, people bought me that memory game all the time. I bet you I've, I got tons of those. <laughs> that's true. Maybe that's what it was. Your memory is a pretty, it's pretty impressive. Know. Well, it's a gift. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. We all have our thing. We all do have our that thing. That is mine. Well, I enjoyed the side rabbit hole we went through on that one. Um, if I may, I have one final thing to bring to you before we dive into couch crumbs and all the things of the week. This one hit me a couple weeks ago, and I've never talked to you about this, so not to scare you, I already see your eyes. I've never talked to you about this. We live, you and I, a very fast-paced life, crazy day-to-day. And when it comes to silence, I've found that I need to be really intentional to find pockets of time to practice silence. And what I mean by that is no podcast in my ears, no music, no radio, no phone call, no nothing. And with you, I know when you're in the car, hands-free, of course, that's where you make a lot of your calls because it's a multitasking efficient thing. Um, And I wondered, one, do you practice silence? And if you do, where and when do you do that? All right. That's a really good question. Thanks. Really good. So a couple different places where I am very silent. Okay. Number one, in the shower. So I'm nice and quiet in the shower. And the, the neat thing is that, you know, I take a shower in the morning. So it kind of, you know, I get up, 
and I do what I need to do, or it would be after a run. So that's kind of when I do my thinking, you know, now I'm only in there for a couple minutes, you know, cause that's, I'm, you know, like you got to just get in there, get it done. Um, so that would be one. The second time is usually when I come home from the studio. So when I was younger, I was teaching pretty much every class, I guess for about 10 years, I taught pretty much every class at the studio. And we're talking anywhere between 30 to 36, 37 classes a week, plus private lessons, you know, plus all the other administrative stuff and the cleaning and then, you know, the building of the, you know, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to get into that. But I would, when I was younger, I would bring home some of that stress and some of that, um, that leftover drama, um, you know, this parent said this, or, you know, this person needs sparring gear, but they don't have it. And I have to order it online. I'm going to have to, you know, get it in. It's going to be an extra two, two days. Um, and I told him it would be in Thursday, but it's really going to be on Saturday, but they don't come in until next Monday. So I'm going to have to call him and I'm going to take care of this. And this is even before social media, all the other, you know, things like that. But I would bring some of that in. Um, and now I try to silence myself on the way home in most cases. Um, so I can leave it there. On the ride home, do you try home. to not listen to anything that's and right. just kind of let your, that's yep. your practicing silence. That's okay. my nice and quiet time Yeah, where it's like, okay, all of this stuff, it just needs to be left because, you know, we tend to, I mean, humans, we tend to bring in our emotions wherever we go. If you're having, uh, you know, problems at, at home, you, you can sometimes bring that into work and sometimes you can bring your work into your home and trying to separate that too is extremely hard, but also it requires intentionality. And I think that silent time is like, okay, all this stuff I want to talk to Julie about. And I, you know, I, I've got to do this and next week we got testing and I got to schedule this. And now with the supply chain stuff going on, it's like, I can't find size one black pants and what am I going to do and all this stuff. You know, when I walk in, it's like, yeah, leave it out there. Leave it in the car. Sometimes I'll sit in, in the car yeah, you um, do. and and either finish up a phone call if, if that's what I'm doing. But I, I, I usually don't bring that in. So all of that's finished. So it's like, okay, now I'm here. So let's do house things. Let's do what I do when I'm here. Not bringing work in with me. Not bringing the speaking here. Not bringing the writing here, not bringing the, uh, the validation. I was, I've been interviewed for I, countless podcasts, other podcasts, not bringing that, you know, here. What about you? When, when do you practice silence? The number one way that I can think of it, and it's hard for me because I love music and I love to listen to really anything while I'm driving, but I've intentionally, especially lately, the last couple of weeks, I think, cause I've had a lot going on in my brain. Um, work related and stuff like that. I need to have silence because if we don't intentionally create silence in our lives, how do you spark creativity? How do you process what you've been through? If you're constantly feeding your brain information or like, like I said, music or making a phone call or talking to a friend or talking to you and I talking to each other, if we don't practice every day, even the littlest bit, five, 10 minutes, um, silence, how are we functioning? I just think I'm, I've been thinking about that lately. And I'm, it's especially now, especially in this era we live in, I think it's just 
all consuming and, you know, get on your phone and check this and check. That's not silence, by the way. Checking your phone. Yeah. Even if you are silent, that is not practicing silence. I'm talking about you're clearing your head. You have no distractions. So for me, I'd say it's two places. It's either in the car or it's in prayer. I'm silent. I'm silent. I'm processing. And then obviously I'll, I'll, you know, I'll I'll have moments of prayer. Um, But yeah, I'd say those are the, the top places. I guess the only other place would be if I go for a walk. There are times where I take a walk by myself and I'm definitely practicing silence. You know, there are times where I'm taking a walk and I'm putting something in my, you know, AirPods. Um, but oftentimes that's, that's important. I think that for me, for my personality type, I desperately need that. So I just wondered with you, because obviously we're wired a bit differently when it comes to, um, you know, just, just how we are. And I just wondered, do you ever practice silence and just be? Yeah. So, um, that is, uh, I think that's a necessity. I mean, I think creativity it really comes from silence as well as being just centered. Yeah. You know, so I think we need to do more of that. Definitely. Glad to bring that to light. Yeah. Thank you. So before we get silent on the couch later on after this podcast, <laughs> give me your couch crumb moment of the week. What, what for you is the couch crumb? All right. So anyone who's ever set foot on a college campus in the summer is going to tell you one thing. It's quiet. It's so quiet. Now that doesn't mean we don't have stuff to do. I'm a 12 month employee. Um, But oh my gosh, that to me is crummy. I miss students. I miss the vibrant spirits they bring. I miss the few students I've got to know at my I say new campus. I've been there almost two years. Um, You know, I just, I love that. I love the interaction. And I had a few moments this week where I was like, there's barely anyone around. But it's a good chance to be quiet. (sighs) (laughs) Yes, Richard. Maybe that's why, maybe that's what, why you're, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I'm thinking about it. I like that. That's crummy for me. I love being around college students and young people because they're awesome and yeah they just bring so much to our world and our lives and yeah I just I miss the college students so to Mm. me what's been crummy lately is I love summer it's my favorite season of the whole whole year but I can't stand how eerily quiet as much as I love you know that I just miss kind of a nice vibrant campus so i got yeah, you i'd say that's that's my crumb of the week i got you well my, quiet. mine's pretty simple i'm pretty sure i strained oh, a neck. neck muscle yes i'm pretty sure i've this is day four <sighs> of the i can i can't really look all the way down or to the left all the way and uh it it's it's not good so i did go to a chiropractor mm-hmm. okay and i'm not a big chiropractor you know, you know, guy, but anytime I'm telling you the, the guy that I go to, I've known him for a long time. I make one phone call and he's like, he gets me right in. I go on, I lay on the table and he, and he does, he did all kinds of stuff this time. I mean, he, and he's not one of the ones that go, you know, crack everything. Um, and he has this little clicker thing. Mm-hmm. And then he had this like, um, 
almost kind of like a Theragun. There was a big, like, on your back. He was moving my feet. He was clicking this. He was touching, you know, the lower part of my my um, back. He was doing all kinds of stuff. And I'm just thinking, like, because my head's down, I can't really see what he's doing back mm-hmm. there. And I'm thinking, man, is this guy really, is he doing anything? I mean, is it working? And when I stood up, I'm telling you, man, I felt like a million dollars. I'm like, wow, I can look all around. I, I, I don't have this inflamed feeling in my neck. And, of course, you know, he gave me... Um, he gave me some stuff to put on my neck, uh, which is which is good, and uh, but you know it was it. I won't say it's temporary because oh my goodness, it was I couldn't I couldn't even move my neck. It's almost like I had whiplash. I thought I, I don't know, maybe I slept wrong or. You, you don't, know don't know what you did though. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I probably slept wrong. I, I sometimes I it's when I get really really tired. I spoke three times last week, so it is possible that yeah. I just was exhausted, um, and I I do remember falling asleep on the couch so. I, I, which rarely happens, but so, uh, yeah, couch well, crumb, crummy neck, not cool. Crummy neck, quiet campus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast <laughs> this week. All right, let's flip it. Let's flip it. All right. So prop your feet up, prop your feet up. I got, moment a, good of the week. I got a good one this week. Okay. So I have been working with this group at a local middle school for two years. <laughs> good, yes. I've been teaching students martial arts once a week. They're special needs. They are students that have had a really troubled past. Okay, we're talking worst of the worst. You imagine anything that you could do horrible to a child, these kids have had it done mm-hmm. to them, okay? So they got this grant, they called me up. They called me up during COVID and asked if I could if I would do this. And I volunteer. I said, yeah, we'll do it. And it's just my way to sort of give back and just, you know, try to, you know, help me grow as an instructor. I've been teaching for 34 years. So, you know, I'm always looking for ways to challenge myself. So I drive 35 minutes one way Mm -hmm. to get to this school. I work with them an hour on Thursdays and I drive 35 minutes back. Um, this, um, this program is coming to an end which means that I won't work with these students anymore. But there was one boy in particular when we started, he is, um, he doesn't like to be touched. Right. Okay. He doesn't like to be touched. So you, you couldn't even get close to him without him backing up and sort of getting very sheltered. Mm. So in fact, he wears a shirt that says, and he almost wears it every day. It says, if you can read this, you're too close. Mm. (laughs) That's Mm. the shirt that he wears. Yeah. Like, do not come next to me. I don't want to be touched. And, you know, so I guess at some point this kid was physically abused yeah. or, you know, something. And I've been joking with him. The whole first year, he would not participate. He would sit on the side and he would correct the other kids, hmm. which would drive me absolutely insane. <laughs> I bet. Like a foreman, you know, at a job site telling everybody that they're measuring things wrong, but this guy doesn't know how to measure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so this season, you know, I, I created this bond with him. Because uh, I found out that he wants to be an artist, so I brought him in some uh, some sketch pads and mm-hmm. some colored pencils, and you know, talked to him about video games, which I have no idea what he's talking about. So anyway, on the on the very last, you know, month that we are together, and I've been joking with him. I said, you know what, I'll, I'll I'm not gonna say his name, but blank blank, we're gonna hug. By the time this is over. I said, I'm going to get you on this floor and we are going to hug. And he's like, that will never happen. He was like, that will never happen. So I got him on the floor at the beginning of this particular school year. And each week I'm like, hey, time for a hug? No. Time for a hug? 
You got to be kidding me. Time for a hug. Not going to happen. Last week, the boy gave me a hug. And you didn't have to ask? Oh, no, I asked for it. I asked for oh, it. Did you, no, yeah. no, no. I asked for it. Yeah. I said, is Just today, to make sure it was is today okay. the week? Oh, I got to You know, you have to ask. Right. I mean, he, you know, there's, there's a lot of different, sure. you know, situations there yeah. and, and rules about that kind of thing. But it's like, is this a week? Is this a week? I'm like, you, I keep saying, you know, you're going to miss me. You know, you're going to miss me. You know, you want to give me a, it was a side hug, but you know what? I'll it take counts. it. That Aww. was a two year hug. Aww. Two year. It took, how long did it take, take you to agree to, to date me? I mean, it was a long <laughs> time, but it wasn't two years, right? Aww. It wasn't two years. So it felt pretty darn good. Aww. That's a that's middle a, school age. He said middle school. He's Aww. going to high school next year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I made a difference with all those kids. Mm. They they gave me more than than I gave them. That's for sure. Mm. So, that's but he gave me a hug, Jules. He gave me a hug. That's the good stuff. Yeah. What about you? What that's do you got? So cool. What do you got this week? All right. Well, I said I was going to circle around to it. I just uh, rounded out the week, the 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 latter part of this week, with a uh, multiple day travel team soccer tournament with our son. And here is the prop your feet up moment. One, I made it there and back. Two, between the two nights, I lost four and a half hours of sleep. And that that's not, I, I wasn't going to bring that for the couch crumb. Because to me, I overcame that. I overcame the lack of sleep. We know how Julie likes her comfy blankets. I, I and do. Her, I like her nice I pillows. Like a good sleep. I like a good sleep. I'm a better human because of it. And you know, let's just say, when all of this came about, I wouldn't say I was the top fan of it because you know anything like that comes like a huge time commitment. Yeah. And of course, financial commitment and all that, but. You know, it's a time. It's the time it's away. It's the time. It's the time. It's the, oh, what are we sacrificing this to do that? But my gosh, that boy was so patient. I mean, he begged us for almost a year. He had to keep his grades up. I mean, we Straight told A's. him it was, in, Straight you A's. know, in one whole school year, we made him wait. We said, no, let's wait till you get to the next grade. We want to make sure you transition well. And then he takes advanced math and he's just killing it. And finally we were like, I guess we had to own up on our end of the bargain. So, you know, did all that. And then he did like four weeks of tryouts and four months of practice. And the child made it to his very first travel team soccer tournament. And I was there to witness it all. And, you know, that's, um, that's a cool moment for a mom to be able to see him in his glory. And our kid is, one of the most social children I've ever been around. So he loves people and he loves, loves sports. People. And the way I would describe my very first travel team soccer tournament. And I, I said in this way to Rick on the phone, I said like, imagine going to a music festival, but instead of stages, there's soccer fields everywhere. And instead of musicians, it's a gazillion middle school boys and girls. And whoo, let's just say it was a lot. It was one of the record hottest days of the month, and uh, we made it through and back and safely. And, and the uh, reason that you lost so yeah. much sleep, maybe maybe you should say this, is because he was so, so excited. excited. He got up at what? What time did he get? All right. He, so he was up at 3.30, ready to play like soccer. He wanted to get his gear on. He was ready to go. 
And I was ready to lose it on him, which I did. (laughs) Let's be straight moms. I lost it on him. Lost it. I was pretty much like, you know, have you completely lost your mind? And, you know, every single threatening thing I could think to take away from him if he didn't go back in bed. Did it all. Did all those things. But I'm not going to say that that was the crumminess. I'm going to say that I overcame it. I like that. And I made memories with him. And, and he'll always remember his first it. one. He'll remember. He'll yeah. remember the well, first one. Thanks for letting me accompany him. I know you had some super fun times with our gal. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was definitely a prop your feet up moment. I successfully made it through a two day travel team soccer tournament with our boy, um, three and a half hours away from home, and uh, live to tell. Live to tell the story. Well, that's awesome. So there Jules. you go. That's awesome. Victory couch indeed. Victory Couch won, achieved this week again. (laughs) We've done it. All right. Well, I think that is it for this week. We are looking forward to many, many more stories, many, many more moments to share with all of you. And uh, yeah, we just are excited to find out what the future will hold for us and to hear your victories. We, We would love to do that. So stay in touch and thank you all so much. Have an awesome day. See you guys. Bye. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch. Hey, Victory Couch listeners. We've been wanting to create this podcast for years. Thanks to our friends at Anchor, we can now talk to you, our listeners, about our crummiest couch crumbs and our proudest prop your feet up moments. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out, it's free. Second, Anchor provides creation tools that allow you to create and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor also does the job of distributing your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Everyone has a voice. Try Anchor to share yours. Simply download the free Anchor app or go directly to anchor.fm to get started today.